my name is Brian Donovan, and uh, I'm from Los Angeles, California, originally Buffalo, New York. And I'm on the Special Chronicles podcast uh, because I made a film called Kelly's Hollywood about my little sister and I. And Special Chronicles gives respect and a voice for people with special needs. And I'm thrilled to be here. Thanks for having me, Daniel. This is Special Chronicles, giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. This episode 167 is supported by listeners like you. Coming up on this week's show, we sit down with filmmaker Brian Donovan and go behind the scenes of his documentary, Clay's Hollywood, plus we discuss Bone This Way TV series, and much more is coming up right now. I shudder thinking how the world can be so cruel. I lend my voice to those who care. Listening to the Special Chronicles podcast. This is a show where we're podcasting disability or disability stories from an entire perspective, and we are giving a voice to people with special needs. Everybody, good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, and welcome back to the Special Chronicles podcast show. My name is Daniel, I'm your host, and I'm the founder and creator. I guess it's the same thing, right? Founder, creator, founder, and host of Special Chronicles. Um, we are a pioneer nonprofit new media company that gives respect and voice to people with special needs. For those of you new listeners, <laughs> we may have a few of you new, um, but uh, my name is, just to get on, I'll give you a brief, brief bio. My name is Daniel, and I was born three and a third months premature, and I was diagnosed with learning disabilities and a severe language disorder. And... Uh, and I, um, in addition to being the founder of Special Chronicles, I am an athlete in Global Muscle in Special Olympics, Illinois. And, uh, I, um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, so if you want to read the full bio, go on to specialchronicles.com. That's specialchronicles.com. And underneath the About tab, you will can find my bio there. Or just look for the sh- on the on the show page for this episode 167, and you can find my, um, my, my bio is linked on my name there as well. Um, but I got an exciting show for you. Exciting show. It was so awesome. So awesome to get a chance a few weeks ago to sit down with Brian Donovan uh, and talk about his uh, documentary. His feature featured documentary called Cowie's Hollywood about his sister. Um, he, 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 that he made, and you guys are gonna love it. You guys, you guys are gonna enjoy the conversation, this interview with Brian, and I hope this will, will hopefully inspire you guys to go out and actually watch this film because uh, you will love this film. Um, I loved watching it, and, and I know all of you guys, all, all of you guys listening, will love will love watching his film as well. And we'll put links links in our show notes on on um, on uh, specialchronicles.com for this week's episode one hundred and sixty-seven. Where you can um, learn more about um, um, follow follow him on so on his Facebook page. And you can follow, follow, if you want to watch it. I think it's on Vimeo on demand. <laughs> um, but also, he is he has a film tool, and he'll be coming to different states. And if you follow his Facebook page, if you like it, uh, he'll let you know where he's going to be. I know he's going to be coming to Chicago in February. Um, but then you, you can kind of follow him and find out if he's going to be coming to a state, to a city near you. Because you definitely want to go and watch this. And maybe even meet Brian if he comes near you. So we're gonna, <coughs> before I get to the interview with him, I'm going to play the audio of the trailer for his documentary 
uh, called Cowie's Hollywood. So let's take, take a listen to the audio. This trailer. That's my little sister Kelly. And her dream was to be a big Hollywood star. And mine was to make it happen. <laughs> oh my god, I'm nervous. Mrs. Firth? Like a dove. We're on the beach. You made love. It's the beach. Did you drown? No! They come as this package deal. And that started to freak me out a little bit. I'm supposed to be your other half, but there's already a half there. She had you for 39 years to herself. It's a big adjustment not to have you to herself anymore. The curtain here where you come out with all the glitter and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the middle. I know who this. And then there's usually like a screen or something they can show clips. Yeah. How you doing? And there's a few um, quotes here on the trailer. And, uh. The stars are shining bright and I am flying high. The some more quotes here. Yeah. You can watch this trailer on KoweysHollywood.com. That's Koweys, K-E-L-Y-S, Hollywood.com. So we'll put, you can um, you can watch that and uh, put a link to that. And by the way, stay tuned after that. We've got, we'll get talk, we'll, uh, we'll also get to some listener feedback at the end uh, after we um, heal um, and talk with Brian. But now let's <laughs> get to and talk with Brian Donovan about his feature, de- feature documentary, Colleagues Hollywood. It's coming up next on the Special Chronicles podcast show right here on specialchronicles.com. So stick around. Joining us today on the Special Chronicles podcast is Brian Donovan from uh, the uh, documentary film Cowies Hollywood from uh, Los Angeles, California. Welcome to uh, 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 Special Chronicles, Brian. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it, Daniel. And uh, it was really, uh, it was really cool because you you found me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you tracked you tracked me down because uh, I guess you know you'd heard. Rob Snow from Stand Up for Downs and mentioned uh, the film and me and um, so I'm I'm really excited to be here and I'm yeah. glad you found. Me. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, a few weeks ago, Rob, um, um, a- after he finished talking with you, uh, he was telling me all about your film and, and I went online and, and checked it out and I I, I just saw the film um, last night. <laughs> so uh, let's begin with uh, having you in- introduce yourself to our listeners and 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 then go into talking about how. You got started with um, with the with the uh, film. Sure. Uh, well, you know, in 1990, a long time ago, <laughs> uh, 25 years ago, I moved to Los Angeles. I had dreams of being an actor and getting in the entertainment industry, and uh, so I left Buffalo, uh, where I'm from. I actually left from Cleveland too because I, I went to university in Cleveland. But in 1990, I delivered a car out to Los Angeles. 
and waited tables and did everything I could to stay afloat. Uh, and then I started slowly getting acting jobs. And, uh, you know, I'm a professional actor. I make a living as an actor. And uh, mostly what I do now is a lot of animation and promos and, and voice work. Um, but I've done it all through the years. I've done on-camera commercials and film and television. And um, I have a, a film coming out next year. And um, But really why we're here and why we're talking is um, about seven, eight years ago, I started... Uh, working on a documentary about my sister and I, and it's a it's a love story, and and my little sister Kelly had uh, Down syndrome, and um, and I just loved her to pieces, and and loved shooting her and and uh, filming her, and so uh, that kind of led me down the path of making a documentary about her and I, and and uh, it's called Kelly's Hollywood, and you saw it last night. What'd you yeah, think? Awesome. Um, it, it it was neat. I loved the um. Um, personal angles uh, of the uh, um, camera and how you really felt that you were um, a part of 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 you and your your sister story that it really brought you kind of up close to get an intimate look um, into um, both of your lives. Oh, nice! You kind of felt you're you were in the film at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, I wish you were. It would have been fun. Been like, Daniel, what's up? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that's so. great because that's really what I tried to do. I tried to make it as intimate as possible, and I wanted the audience to feel like they were kind of uh, that expression of fly on the wall, you know what I yeah. mean? And just kind, yeah. of, you know, just kind of in the room with us, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I'll, I'll definitely be recommending it to all um, listeners. Um, how, how do you hope, um, or what do you hope are those who alone from um, I'm watching this film? Well, I think, you know, a couple of things. I mean, one of the things that I, you know, that I, that I hope at the very least is that everyone <laughs> holds on to their dreams and honors their dreams and pursues their dreams. And I think, you know, as you, I'm sure, are well aware, you know, often special needs, uh, you know, people are you know, suppressed uh, by society and culture and, and with, you know, lower expectations. And my answer to that is watch my film and watch, you know, what can happen if you keep your dreams alive and you support and love people and, and, and lift them up, you know. And, and that's not only for special needs um, people. That's, that's for everyone, you know. And I think the more support we give everyone in the world, uh, the more they can achieve and the more they can be realized as fully, you know, fully uh, actualized, you know, people in the world. Um, and that was true of me. You know, a lot of people helped me up and, and lifted me up. And, and you know, and my sister lifted me up often as much as I lifted her up uh, and, and vice versa. So we had a wonderful relationship that way. And so, I, you know, I really believe that. I, I believe that your dreams can come true. And I, and I really, it's important that we honor our dreams. Uh, the other thing is, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the intimacy of the film because I really wanted people just to see that you can connect to, to everyone, you know, and sometimes, you know, I think people are uncomfortable approaching people with special needs, um, especially if it's, if it's, if it's more physical or, or apparent in appearance, um, you know, because they're not sure, you know, they don't want to say the wrong thing. They're not sure what their first, you know, sentence should be yeah. or what they should say. And what I want them to say is what they would say to anyone, which is, hello, how are you? And then go from there. Yeah. And I think, 
you know, ultimately things will unfold and all of a sudden that disability or that other ability, that special needs, that'll be way far away. You know, yeah. by the end of the conversation and that interaction and connection, you know, hopefully people forget that it's even there because, yeah. you know, you and I know that. Yeah. And you know, yeah. we've been really lucky to, you know, have a lot of friends and family and, you know, people, um, you know, that we interact with every day. And it's, I don't, I never thought of my sister as, as you know, someone with Down syndrome, you know, or, or someone with special needs or someone that, you know, I just thought her as my sister who I loved. And, and, and so what I tried to do in the film and also in life was just put Kelly in the room, my sister in the room with people so they could, they could meet her and interact with her as a person and not someone with special needs. Yeah, you know? neat. neat. Uh, and and I, 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 I think you really see that in the film with, with all the different people that, both that both of you and that she interacted with uh, in the film. Um, <coughs> you, uh, I mentioned about how those of us with special needs, how people d don't always uh, see us as able to achieve our dreams. Um, I was diagnosed with learning disabilities and a severe language disorder, so I understand a, a, a lot of what both your sister dealt with and other people with special needs as well. So, so yeah, so um, I, I think exactly what you said about how the special needs label is it's just um, 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 fall um, down and, um, uh, is, is a, a, a good thing for people to first kind of see those of us with special needs um, uh, as a person first and, and what we're able to do. Just like in, in your film about how um, when she got on, on the stage, people were able to kind of see that she too was able to perform and, and, and talk and laugh and sing um, on the um, stage. Can, can you share a little bit about that part? of the film without giving too much away. Um, <laughs> but, but like, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, of course. When, um, when you guys, yeah, did, you know, so part of the that film, one man show, so your viewers can understand yeah. the context. Um, you know, my sister had a dream of performing live in Hollywood on a stage and, you know, and she had always asked me to, you know, help her realize that dream. And, so towards the end of the film, uh, you know, we, we do it. We, we get on stage and we have a, a wonderful live show. It's sold out audience, packed theater. She walks the red carpet, gets out of the limousine, you know, the whole bit. Yeah. Um, you know, and so it was super exciting. That's also to some degree the climax of the film, you know, the, the fact that we, you know, go down this long path together of our lives. And, you know, we realize this dream that we both had to perform, you know, live in Hollywood. Um, you know, that was a culmination of, of so many things. Um, you know, one, because as I mentioned, it was her dream, you know, to do so. And she kind of always asked and begged me to do it. Um, but, you know, the, the beautiful thing about the universe, uh, and this is going to get a little lofty, but, you know, what, what's really cool is I think if you ask the universe, you know, uh, for things and, and you put all your energy and kind of vibrate, you know, with all yeah. your, you know, the molecules of your being, <laughs> you know, things will, things will happen, you know, and, and that's kind of what happened for us when we decided to put out to the universe that we're going to do this show. And, you know, even though there was so many things we had to do and, and, and create for it and, and, and get for it, 
um, the universe answered us and, you know, friends came out of the woodwork and helped us. And, you know, people, someone donated the, the theater, someone donated the, the limousine, um, you know, it was incredible. And so as we started to build the show, uh, you know, things really just kind of worked themselves out. And it was a leap of faith, yeah. of course. I mean, I think every risky endeavor is, but, um, but once we put that out in the universe, it just kind of happened. And, and once I also knew the format of our live show, which by that, I yeah. mean, I was the host and Kelly was the, 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 you know, the star diva, yeah. you know, came out and interviewed and performed, you know, once I knew that format, you know, the rest kind of ripped and it was, it was awesome. You know, it was really, really fun. Neat. So can you now uh, share with us what a most uh, inspirational uh, moment from making this film, Cowie's Hollywood, um, what's kind of throughout the entire filmmaking process from filming it and then, and then editing the, the whole film together, what's the most inspirational moment for you? Oh, that's, uh, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded doozy question. Um, you know, I worked on this film for a very long time. Uh, you know, I think in post, and by that I mean editing yeah. and, and shaping the clay, if you will. You know, I worked on it for almost seven years. You know, mind you, for two and a half years, I, I shelved it because my sister passed away and I wasn't sure emotionally how to kind of get back on my feet and, and finish the film. But I guess, you know, the, the greatest inspiration, I suppose, I, I had was, you know, certainly my sister. I think that goes without saying and, you know, and kind of seeing her throughout my life and, and her driving not only, you know, my life and creating a purpose in my life, but also driving the film to the end and getting it out there in the world. Um, but the other thing, you know, a big word and a huge word, really, uh, and I think it's an important word that we, you know, we all need to remember uh, is perseverance. You know, one of the one of the inspirations I, you know, I have, or at least now that the film is finally done, you know, is there was a, a lot of obstacles to get the film done, and you know, I think you have to persevere. You know, you have to do the hard the hard yards, as I call them, the, the hard work. You know, to get anything, to accomplish anything. I'm sure you realize that with, yeah. you know, special chronicles and, you know, you just don't, you just don't, you know, turn on your computer one day and go, I'm going to do a podcast <laughs> or I'm going to have a website. I mean, you know, it comes, comes with a lot of work yeah. and, and, you know, designing the website and then, you know, get all those things. And, and, and then now, you know, now that you have your podcast, you know, finding, you know, participants and people to interview and, and subjects and, um, and then editing, and then make sure and it posts, and then make sure it's correct. And then, of course, there's all the technological snafus, yeah. you know, and the problems <laughs> that you get. And you're like, oh, man. Yeah. You know, and so I think there's a lot of things, especially with making a film. Um, you know, I had to get a lot of rights and clearances. I had to, you know, I, How Deep Is Your Love by the Bee Gees is in there. And, I, you know, I had to pay for that and find, you know, find the right people to ask and, you know, do get a lawyer. And, you know, it was just, yeah. it was a lot of work, you know. And, yeah. and I think... I think to accomplish anything, you know, and by that, when I say, you know, everyone should honor their dreams and strive for their dreams, you know, you also have to realize that it comes with a lot of work. And I think anyone that's uh, succeeded or achieved or triumphed in anything realizes that, you know, we talked about the Special Olympics a little bit before, you know, we started the podcast and, you know, all those athletes, you know, have to train, you know, they have to work really hard and, and, uh, you know, and it, it comes with a lot of blood, sweat and tears sometimes <laughs> as the expression goes. And so, you know, I think that's the inspiration. You know, I think that, you know, there's a great, great, great quote. And, you know, I think you're going to love this as much as I do. But it says, what separates the couch potato from the genius? Yeah. Well, the genius got off the couch. <laughs> and that's it. You know, it's 
it's that you know you got to do the work you can't yeah. just sit in front of your tv all day and, and eat popcorn and munchies and yeah. uh, drink soda pop you know you got to get off the couch and do do the work you know yeah. and then i think your dreams do come true you know yeah, yeah absolutely neat <laughs> so would you say that uh that uh um um, perseverance is a lesson that your sister Koei has both taught you and, and now once um, viewers have seen this film kind of also have taught um, all the viewers of the film yeah absolutely you know I, I don't think you can watch the film without realizing what it takes to to love and to dream and to achieve you know and uh, you know my sister was a constant inspiration for that you know she persevered not only, you know, through the challenges of her own life and, and her disabilities, but, um, but you know, to achieve her dreams, you know, she had to, you know, she was constantly in her room, you know, practicing her songs and her dancing and her acting and doing monologues. And, you know, she was constantly vibrating, you know, at a level of, you know, this is where I'm headed, you know. And I, as I said in the film, you know, she knew that she was more than a, a woman living in Buffalo at my parents' house, yeah. you know. Down syndrome. She knew that she was more than an assembly line worker at adult workshop, you know, for special needs clients. And, you know, she knew that she was more than that, you know, and, but, you know, you can't just snap your fingers and go, I'm more than that. And this is what I want to be. You know, you got to fire on all cylinders and, and make people realize that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like, you know, we all, we all do, you know, yeah. we all have to prove, you know, prove our worth. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, absolutely. My sister was that inspiration for me and a lot of other people. And, uh, you know, I hope by watching the film, people are inspired and, and keep, you know, doing the, the hard yards, as I say, and, and doing the work. And that comes with love, too. You know, it's not easy to love and, and be in a loving relationship, you know. And I think that's in the film, too. Yeah. You know, uh, as much as my sister and I loved each other, there was challenges. As much as I love, you know, my wife, my now wife, there was challenges. And, you know, and I think you have to persevere if you want to, if you want to you know, you want the cherry on top, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. Talk, talk a little bit about, about some of those challenges with, with love and, and your sister and, and, um, and, uh, more kind of with your wife as well. Kind of the, how the three of you were able to kind of work together and, 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 and some of those, challenges but maybe also joys that you guys share. yeah yeah well there was plenty of joy yeah. um and there was yeah absolutely plenty of challenges you know part of the theme uh of the film for your viewer yeah. your your audience as you know the the conflict and the obstacles i faced was you know my sister was the number one person in my life and when i tried to get in you know relationships with girlfriends and my now wife um, you know, they had to vie or fight for that position of number one, you know, and um, and I think that's, you know, true of most relationships, you know, I think, you know, you want to feel like you're number one in someone's life, you know, especially when you're in a, certainly a romantic relationship, um, but, you know, in a special, important relationship. So there was always that conflict I had with other women in my life. Um, and, you know, my sister got along pretty well with my girlfriends and my wife and, and mostly really well. Um, but, you know, because they were both vying for that position and I was trying to find balance throughout my life of, you know, loving my sister and try to maintain that number one spot, uh, you know, I also had to figure out how to balance, you know, these other women in my life and, and figure out where they're going to fit in that relationship I had with my sister. And so, yeah, it was a constant, you know, uh, problem and, a, and a, often a, a huge conflict. But I think in the end, um, 
you know, I realized that if I wanted to have a relationship with another woman, then I would have to find more balance, you know, with my relationship with my sister and, um, you know, and we didn't have a lot of boundaries, you know, her and I, and, you know, as you saw in the film, you know, when she visited for three, for two months with me, you know, we slept in the same bed and, you know, and, and she could kind of burst through the door and, and, you know, and that doesn't, that's not a very healthy way to try to have another relationship with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, I had to kind of tell my sister, you know, when she visited, uh, you know, that she's going to have to sleep in the living room and, you know, and, and, you know, just, just stuff that we had to work out a yeah. little bit. Um, and which is fine, you know, it's part of, you know, growing up and, and adulthood and, and, you know, I think she got it as best she could and my wife got it as best she could and, and I tried, you know, my damnedest to, to have as much balance as I could. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the nice thing is, you know, love, love won, you know. In the end, you know, we all found how to make it work and we, we did have, you know, as you said, this love triangle, you know. And, yeah. and, you know, I had this loving relationship with my sister and I had this, you know, I found this loving relationship with my wife. And in the end, we, we found a really wonderful balance and, and all got along great, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, not without its efforts <laughs> yeah. and, and and persevering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Going back to the, the lesson of perseverance. <laughs> so now, kind of yeah. going go along those same lines, what's a um, oh, sh- Mo, kind of share with us a joyous and inspiring moment that you have that you have had with your sister, either <laughs> that was in the film, or or, or, or maybe it was kind of maybe um off camera maybe it it didn't make because i'm sure you, you probably had some scenes that were and some footage that probably didn't even make the final cut of the film so oh, can, yeah. can you share with us kind of some of those scenes that d- d- didn't really make the cut and then kind of also a, a joyous and and inspiring moment with your sister yeah, no, there was a ton of footage that didn't make the final cut. As you can imagine, yeah. when you start a film, you know, I had almost, you know, uh, 200 hours of footage, you know, that I had to figure out and, and call through and, um, you know, and 5,000 still photos. And yeah. so there was a lot of stuff that ended up on the floor, as they say. Yeah. Um, you know, so, but, you know, I, I, I think some of the greatest moments I had with my sister did make the final cut and did make the film. I mean, one of the things one of the experiences that we had together that, you know, just, you know, I'll lay on my deathbed someday and, and it'll be, you know, on my top five for sure is, you yeah. know, my sister coming up the red carpet, you know, I mean, it was a dream that she had her whole life and a dream I had my whole life to make it happen. And, and, you know, when she's walking up the red carpet and everyone's screaming her name and asking for an autograph and flashes are going off and pictures are being taken. And, yeah. um, you know, it was, it was, a, it was an amazing moment for me and, and one that I that still makes me smile every day and and I love it and it's in the film uh, quite a bit um, and then you know the other the other probably the more intimate things you know I, I just one of the reasons Kelly and I slept together while we were here you know when she was here you know visiting me in Los Angeles is because I loved you know falling asleep talking to her you know I mean you know we had really awesome conversations late at night you know, just talking about life and love and, and things that we cared about and the things that we wanted to do. And, and it was just really nice, you know, moments that, you know, I don't know, you know, maybe we would have had, maybe we wouldn't have, but, you know, there's something magical about, you know, talking in the dark, you know, with someone that you, you know, that you really dig and, and care about. And, uh, 
and you know we were able to share a lot of that and some of it made the final cut in the documentary yeah. and some yeah. of it you know obviously didn't but um anyway yeah, those, yeah. that's probably the yeah. answer neat neat <laughs> so uh i'm sure that you, you've had some reaction from family and then also some 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 other viewers um that have seen the film uh can you share with us some of the reaction from different family members either your your brother or your parents or other family as well as as other friends um who have seen the film now sure yeah absolutely my mom you know when i first showed my mom you know obviously she cried you know almost start to finish uh <laughs> for 80 for 82 minutes she cried <laughs> You know, it's, they were happy tears and sad tears and a little bit of everything, um, yeah. you know, because the film takes you on a real journey, you know, of, of highs and lows and, and happy and sad. But, um, you know, but but in the end, she she felt very blessed to have a film about her daughter and, and that relationship that, you know, she had with her and that I had with her. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, even if, you know, if it was nothing more than a, a glorified home movie, you know, it's a damn good home movie, and you know, and, and I think we all feel very lucky to have that, you know, that time in our lives chronicled and and um, you know, special chronicles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, you know, and my brother loved it too. You know, he's not in the film a lot because you know he wasn't a big part of my relationship with Kelly in Hollywood, um, but they had a really nice relationship too. And he loved it. And, you know, my whole family, you know, really loves uh, that there's a film about. Kelly, you know, and um, my friends, you know, are the same. It's been super well received and super well supported, and and you know, uh, most everyone in our lives have seen it at least once or twice or three times, and you know, the film's been out in the world, you know, for almost a year, and um, you know, and so it's had a really wonderful journey, and I was able to premiere it in Buffalo, New York, where we're from, and you know, it was 350 people sold out. Um, you know, and the film got a standing ovation. My mom got a standing ovation, and uh, you know, it was super cool. And and you know, we were surrounded by you know people that have known us since you know our whole lives—family, friends, neighbors that we grew up with. A lot of people from Kelly's work um, shop came, and um, you know, and it was it was you know spectacular. So yeah, I mean, no one's uh, no one's criticized the film yet, so that's good. <laughs> yeah, that's good. So. Yeah. Um, Share with us, you, you mentioned, I, th I think, a little bit in the film, um, and maybe I, I also heard this in another interview maybe that you did with Rob, but um, I think you mentioned in the film briefly about your um, dad and, 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 and how your dad was tough. Can you share <coughs> with us a little bit about that relationship in, in relation to the film and 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 how you and your sister Chloe um, communicated with your dad? Did you guys did you guys communicate with sign language? Because I, I I didn't see that much of that in, in the film. But can you kind of share with us a little bit about yeah. that, that communication that you guys had with yeah, him? Absolutely, absolutely. It's a great question. You know, my father. <laughs> when he was two years old, had a whooping cough and lost his hearing completely. He was 100% deaf. Um, he was an incredible lip reader. He probably read about 75% of what people said. Uh, if he met you for the first time, it was more difficult for him to, yeah. uh, to read your lips because he wasn't used to them and you wouldn't have been used to the way he sounded. 
Um, so it'd be hard for you to understand him a little bit too when you first met my dad. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, we had a great relationship. He never, uh, he didn't teach us to sign though when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, he never taught us to sign. And I think for him, it was, you know, he didn't want to be, um, I think compensated or he didn't want, you know, he didn't want his, his disability to define him. Yeah. And so I think part of that was for him, you know, he didn't want to, um, you know, to, to sign, he didn't want it, you know, he didn't want anybody to, to necessarily use it, especially when he married my mom who was hearing. Um, so we didn't communicate with sign language. I actually learned sign language for a film that I did, you know, back in the late nineties and surprised my dad and, and, you know, and towards the end of his life, we did sign, which was really cool. Um, you know, and of course my dad could sign fluently. He went to, you know, a deaf school. Um, he signed, you know, incredibly well, you know, but, uh, he just didn't like using it, I guess. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I, I don't know. He never really told me necessarily why. Um, and the things I've already said are yeah. just, you know, my own thoughts on it. My sister and my dad had their own language. You know, they had trouble, I think, understanding each other to some degree. Um, but, you know, they had this, their own language and they had, a you know, a great kind of dialogue, you know. And, and a lot of it was, you know, joking with each other. They were big jokesters. And, um, so a lot of their dialogue and their, their interactions were, were jokey yeah. and silly and, I, and you know. Yeah. I was just going to say, I, th I think a, a little bit of that kind of came through on the film with some of those scenes. Yeah. 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 There's some interactions yeah. definitely where my dad's kind of ribbing on my <laughs> sister and my sister's giving it back to him. And, yeah. and, uh, yeah, there was a lot of that, uh, you know, and some made the cut in the final film, but um, but yeah, you know, my dad was an awesome guy and super inspiring, um, you know, and, uh, and they had a great relationship. You know, I think it was really hard when my sister was born, uh, with Down syndrome because my dad, on my dad, because, you know, he, he did have a disability and, and he, uh, and it really, it really, uh, affected him greatly because I think he knew that Kelly's life would be harder, you know, yeah. and I think... Um, you know, and, and it really disappointed him. He, he really felt bad because, you know, I think his own challenges, you know, he knew what it was going to be like, you know, he knew yeah. that it was going to be harder and there was going to be greater challenges and, and, um, you know, and so, you know, I think as a parent and, you know, for him as a father, you know, you just want your, your kids to have the easiest path in life, you know, mm -hmm. and you don't want them, you know, to have any uh, complications or, or, or disabilities or any of that, you know, and, um, but, you know, I think through time you realize that that doesn't define a person, especially when they're born, you know. Um, you know, I have a quote on my website, you know, that I say, uh, you know, that I made up. And, you know, it, it, there's been other quotes like it. But it's basically, you know, we're not who we are when we're born. We're who we are when we live. Yeah. And yeah. I think, you know, that, that was Kelly. And that's what my dad saw. And that's what my dad was, too. You know, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't born deaf. But, you know, he wasn't the yeah. two-year-old guy you know, that became deaf and all of a sudden his world shut down. No, yeah. you know, he prospered, you know, as, as, a, as a man who just happened to be deaf, you know. And yeah. my sister prospered as a beautiful woman who just happened to have Down syndrome, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. I think that that's a um, great point to let people know about, about how the disability um, is just a part of who we are. And that's something that my, my mom has even said that it's just a part of who I am. It's just a part of who we are. It, it doesn't define us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, Absolutely. Yeah. And look, we're, all, we're, you know, I love that saying just differently able because yeah. that's exactly right. You know, we're, 
we're we're all differently able. Yeah. You know, we're all you know we're all disabled. We're all differently able. Whatever you yeah. want to say, but you know, we all have our our strengths and our weaknesses. You know, not everybody could do a podcast. You know, yeah. not every you know it, it, you know my sister oh, you know oh. had, had her gifts and her strengths. You know, she yeah. couldn't really read that well. She couldn't do you know math problems. But man, she could walk in a room and knock them dead, baby. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. she, was, she had the most confidence of anyone I know socially. Yeah. Um, and she had a pizzazz, you know, and not everybody's got a pizzazz. <laughs> yeah, neat, neat. So I, I, um, um, I just lost my, my train of thought, though. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you... you um, pizzazz, pizzazz through you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So pizzazz. Yeah, you, you mentioned... Um, uh, just a little bit ago that um, that that the film has been out for about a year now um, it, um, is it and um, the, and the the link that you had sent me was on Vimeo on demand I think but um is uh, is it still screening or, or or how can a listener see the film is it gonna be screening like you said that you just got back from Ohio, and you met up with um, our friend Rob Snow from from Stand Up for Downs. Um, but is, is it is it going to be screening in, in in other cities or like like I'm I'm here in the Chicago area. Is it going to be screening yeah. in Chicago? Or? No, absolutely, and I'm <laughs> super excited. Um, I'm actually trying to set up Chicago right now for <laughs> late February. Um, and what I try to do in every city is is lock you know a big event, and once I lock one event. Then, uh, then I can then then I can find other events in that city because what I what I like to do is kind of come to a city for four or five days and then do like two events a day yeah. uh, so I can share the film with as many people as possible. What I've really enjoyed and what's been really successful is is screening it at high schools. Um, you know, I did four high schools when I was back in Cleveland, and which was amazing. Um, and I've done a bunch out in uh, California here. Uh, so in Chicago, my hope is that I'll screen it at a few different high schools and also maybe uh, sign on with, you know, the Down Syndrome Association there yeah. uh, in greater Chicago. Yeah. Um, you know, that's maybe something that you can help with. You know, yeah. I mean, I try to get yeah. a point person or two um, to bring me in, you know, to bring the film in. And once I have a few events, then I can cover my costs and my travel and stuff. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and show the film as much as possible. So my plan 2016 is uh, Chicago. Boston, Pittsburgh, Portland, uh, St. Louis. You know, I have a bunch that I'm, I'm lining up now. But, yeah, I really hope Chicago works out. I'm, I'm excited, and I have some contacts already. Yeah, neat. Um, um, I'll fail. I can um, um, let, you, let you know about um, We actually just got connected with um, the uh, NADS, the National Association for Down Syndrome, here in the Chicago area. So oh, nice. I, I, um, if you need any contacts there... Um, I can um, get you that um, off air, and um, 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 hopefully, uh, if you're screening the film uh, anywhere um, around here, uh, maybe we can meet up uh, in person. Ah, oh, that would be awesome, you know. And I think we'll definitely we'll definitely do something together. If I come yeah. to Chicago, you know, you're going to be by my side, and we'll have fun doing it together <laughs> because uh, I think that would be that would be fantastic. Yeah. You know, the other thing is. Um, you know, I submitted it to PBS, and I'm hoping to hear back from them for their 2016 season, and I'm hoping they broadcast it, uh, which would be amazing. Yeah, if that doesn't yeah. work, then I hope to make it more available either through, um, you know, Netflix or Hulu or iTunes, you know, Amazon, that kind of thing. 
Um, because, you know, I want it to be as available to people as possible. So, um, and it's important for me to, to get the film out there as much as possible to and share the story. Yeah. Uh, the other thing, you know, that people can do, which would be great, is, you know, follow the story and, and also where we're going to be around the country, you know, on Kelly's Hollywood, uh, the Facebook page. Um, I do a lot of posting on that. And, uh, you know, for your audience and listeners, you know, if they can like the page and follow the page, yeah. Kelly's Hollywood, uh, on Facebook, um, that would be super, you know, yeah. the more the merrier. Yeah, they, yeah. I'll, I'll make sure to include um, a link to that and share the Facebook page with all audience to um, to um, like that and, and, and so that, so they can follow and know where you're going to be. Um, <laughs> where else uh, can our listeners connect and find out more information about the film? Um, in, in addition to the Facebook page that I'll put a link uh, um, for listeners on SpecialChronicles.com and, and also share a link on the Special Chronicles Facebook page as well to your page for the Colors Hollywood. Um, so our listeners can like that, but where else can our listeners find out more um, about the Yeah, film? well, there, the other where there's a lot of information <laughs> is on the website, Kelly'sHollywood.com, and Kelly is K-E-L-L-Y. Uh, Kelly was so it's K E L L Y S Hollywood.com, Kelly's Hollywood.com. And there's a lot of information on that, you know, about what we've done, what we're gonna do. There's also information there how you can get a hold of me um, if you're interested in bringing the film to your city um, or your, you know, school or association, which would be great, you know, because yeah. that's how this stuff yeah. happens. You know, and if someone reaches out to me, uh, you know, we can plan to bring the film to you, you know? Yeah, awesome. Um, one question that I just thought of that I forgot to ask, but uh, the name of the film, Collie, uh, the name of the film, I'm Collie's Hollywood, how did you come up with the, the name and title <laughs> of the film? That's that's an easy one. Uh, <laughs> Kelly, you know, is the name of my sister, uh, so that was pretty yeah. obvious. <laughs> yeah. Hollywood is, you know, such a big part of the film and where we live, and so... You know, it made the most sense just to call it Kelly's Hollywood. Some people, you know, I did ask people for their opinions after they saw rough cuts of the film, yeah. if they had, you know, suggestions on what else to call the film. And, you know, one that I really loved, which I thought was super cool, and your audience won't really know the reference because yeah. they haven't seen the film yet, but, you know, it was going to be called Counting Cal Colin Firths. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, <laughs> I know the film starts with her and I counting yeah. Colin Firths and... Uh, you know, and he's a big part of the film, too. And, uh, you know, that would have been fun. And, you know, other suggestions were Kelly and Brian, me and my sister, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But I think at the end, I, you know, because I call, I called the live show Kelly's Hollywood and, and it just made the most sense. You know, I wanted to reference, you know, my sister's world and my sister's dream and also, you know, her perspective on Hollywood. You know, it wasn't my perspective on Hollywood. Yeah. Um, it was hers. and It was, you know, Kelly's Hollywood. And yeah. I wanted to make... It, Kelly's Hollywood, you yeah. know, not yeah. only in her life but also in the film. Yeah. So neat. Um, and and has has Colin Firth or any other celebrities that you maybe c connected with? Um, I think I saw on, on, on your bio that you've worked with with um, Jim Belushi and and, and Jim Carrey and 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 a few other actors. Have any um, have any other ce yeah. celebrities have have they seen the film or what's been their reaction yeah they uh, Cal, uh kathy morris and danny pina from cold case uh have seen the film and they they loved it uh i mean really loved yeah. it so that was cool um colin firth i don't think he's seen it but he's aware of the film and i'm yeah. kind of hoping that happens this year um 
sadly the Bee Gees, you know, most of them have passed away. Yeah. Uh, the only one that's alive still is Barry, and he's aware of the film too. Um, so I'm hoping that he sees it at some point. Um, you know, unfortunately, as you probably are aware, it's hard to get a hold of these guys. Yeah. You know, I did it once. You know, to, you know, to get Kelly to meet them. Um, but you know, it's it's tough. You know, they they have layers and layers of people that protect them uh, from people bugging them. <laughs> and uh, you know, so I'm not sure. You know, how much gets to them, and you know, and, and how much doesn't. I mean, I've I've submitted the film to both of them. Uh, I've given it to their agents and representatives, and you know whether or not they actually saw the film or got you know their hands on it or not remains to be seen. But um, yeah. but you know they they know it exists, I believe, and, yeah. and I'm hoping the the more and more I get it out in the world, you know, the more people will be like, oh wow, you know, Colin's got to see this, or yeah. I'm going to tell Colin, or I know Colin, and you know that kind of thing. Neat, so neat. Um, uh, well, cool. neat. Uh, I, I don't know if you, if you heard of um, the uh, Mighty dot com. Um, oh yeah, but we, uh, sure. we, uh, I, I had um, uh, Mike uh, from the, um, the Mighty on the show earlier this year, and then last year they did a story about Special Chronicles. So they kind of show they're pretty, they're a pretty new site, but they they kind of show somewhat of a similar mission as we do. Um, but they, oh, it's a great site. Yeah, it's ha- a great site. Have yeah. they, um, have have you showed um, anything about um, uh, about the film? On their site, or have have, have, have uh, you know? I'm tr- I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> you know, the the funny thing is, I wrote an article for Time Magazine, um, and because it was uh, it was about the relationship and my sister and I and the challenges that you know my wife and I faced and and my sister, um, it was edited down, and so some people took it as um, you know they misinterpreted the article <laughs> and. Uh, and thought, you know, my wife made me choose my sister over <laughs> her, you know, that kind of thing. It made yeah. her, you know, made me choose her over my sister. And, and you know, it just got kind of wacky. And then the Mighty yeah. actually brought it up on their website, um, you know, that it w- had created controversy and that people, you know, were under the impression that, you know, my wife had made me choose or I had chose, you know, my wife over my sister, and, which couldn't be further from the truth, yeah. as you know, from watching the film. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it was a little bit of a disappointment because, you know, it was, you know, it created some controversy and, you know, uh, you know, if, if, and I think you'll vouch yeah. for me, you know, that my film is one of the greatest love stories ever told yeah, you know, between a brother and a sister and, you know, and, and then of course my wife. And so, you know, the mighty did do a little, um, you know, I guess they posed the question to their, their viewers or their audience, you know, what do you think about, you know, um, this conflict, you know, and this, and then, you know, uh, having a sibling with special needs, you know, and then trying to have another relationship, you know? Um, and so, yeah, it was an interesting, uh, experience for me, um, because it was a little bittersweet as you can imagine. Um, and you know, and, and the big bummer too was, you know, I love the mighty and I love that site and I love what they're doing and, and, and creating this awareness and then to think that you know I made I made it on the site because of this controversial ar- article or this essay that I wrote uh, is you know was kind of disappointing. Yeah, <laughs> to be yeah, honest with yeah, you. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because once you see the film, then you you, you see that you and your sister's um, story is not like that. It's um, so. Yeah, there was no, you know, there was no choices. No. I mean, the choice really was to have boundaries and yeah. create compromises, which you know every every relationship has. You know, you, you have to compromise with every relationship. You know, and, and I had to find compromises with my sister and my wife, and they had to find them with me. And 
you know, and that's just part of a, of a loving, you know, relationship, yeah. you know, because relationships are complicated <laughs> and they're hard, you know, and, uh, you know, I'm sure you know with all your relationships, you know, and some are easier than others, but, you know, they all take a lot of work and a lot of compromise. Yeah. And so, you know, that's what I was trying to convey in the article. But, you know, for whatever reason, some people, you know, took it, you know, as, as you know, uh, there was choices made and, you know, and, and, you know, I chose my, my wife over my sister or something crazy or she made me. And, you know, mm-hmm. that wasn't the case, as you know, from yeah. seeing the film. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's my experience yeah. with the Mighty, unfortunately. Uh, <laughs> I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that they actually do some sort of expose on the film yeah. and, and, you know, and some clarification about that article but uh you know we'll see but, yeah, you know if you yeah. know someone over there yeah, maybe send yeah, an email I, yeah, yeah. Um, you, you guys got it all wrong yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i'm i'm in touch with the um um editor um again and then um i've actually had in addition to having mike um, who's the founder of the site on the show i've, I've also had um, a couple of um, conference calls with him um off air as well so i can definitely oh, cool. i can definitely um um, pass them on um, um, about about your film so so they can kind of show a better light um, uh, with their be, audience as well. That would be awesome. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, thank you for that. See, yeah. you're powerful. You're a powerful person. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, before we let you get back to the rest of your day, is there any final thoughts about the overall time here to, to today that you want to share with the, with the listeners? Yeah, you know, I well, first of all, I just want to thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, what you're doing in this podcast and your site uh, is, is awesome. Um, and I really can't thank you enough for, for letting me participate in that and, and share my film and, and my sister and, and our lives. Um, and, I, and I've loved getting to know you. I mean, you know, I, I wish we could flip the mics and, and talk an hour with you and, and, and about you yeah. uh, and, and all that. But maybe we'll do it off air. But, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, I... I, you know, I, I, I would leave the audience with this. Um, your dreams are important. I think if you're listening to this, um, you know, know that, you know, you had a dream to do this podcast. I had a dream to make a movie about my sister and they came true and they, it takes a lot of effort, a lot of hard work. But I really believe that if you vibrate with every molecule of your being, you do the hard work and you create a visualize, you know, you see it, you know, that expression, yeah. see it to be it, yeah. you know, your dreams can come true. And, you know, you might have to, you know, recalibrate your dreams a little bit or, or you know, like my, my film's not going to be on the big screen and, you know, it's not going to be, you know, in the theater next to Star Wars. But that's okay. <laughs> you know, my, my dream was just to make a movie about my sister, you know, and what happens, you know, with it and the life it has remains to be seen. But, but you know, that those dreams can come true, you know, and I, I think it's, you know, I hope that your listeners, if they take anything away at all, is that, yeah. I have a dream and I'm, I want to, I want to make it happen, you know? Yeah. And, and I hope, you know, it's almost like after watching Rocky or any of those, those movies that really inspire you, you know? Yeah. And you're like, you know, after you watch that movie, you're like, yeah, man, let's do it. Yeah. You know, let's, let's run up those steps and pump our arms in the air and, and, uh, you know, and, and let's go for it, you know? And, and, you know, as Nike says, just do it. And, uh, you know, and, and I think, you know, then the world embraces you and they, they want to help you. As I said, you know, the, the universe call, you know, answers that call and and helps helps you realize it and other people will too and and don't be afraid to ask for help you know that's another thing you know i think some people are are, you know get shy from asking people for favors or help and you know everyone you know the world would be a much better place if if we if we help people more and we ask for help more and and i think with that connection 
humanity uh, would really hum at a, at a wonderful, loving place, you know, and and because uh, it's all about connections, you know. Yeah. If you think about, you know, like tonight when I lay on my bed tonight, you know, I guarantee you I'm going to think about you yeah. and our interaction today and this connection that we had, you know what I mean? I'm not going to think yeah. about, you know, driving across town. I'm not going to think about my job. I'm not going to think about what I ate. I'm going to think about that you and I had this awesome connection, you know, and yeah. that we had time together you know, and, and that we had this experience, you know, and that's true of everyone and everything. And, yeah. and I think the more connection we can have with people and the more we let people in our lives and vice versa, you know, the better the world will be and the better our lives will be. Yeah, um, awesome. So there it is. That was a long winded answer, <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> but a great, a great last question. Yeah. Thanks that, for letting me uh, answer it. Thanks. Well, uh, thank you again for taking the time to come on Fetch Chronicles. And, and I hope that um, all of our listeners, um, that you go out and see this film, um, Kelly's Hollywood. Thanks. Yeah, I do too. And thanks so much. You can find it if you go to the website, kellyshollywood.com. There's a link to Vimeo to stream the film. And, uh, you know, and hopefully I'll be in a city near you soon. And, and I hope to see you, Daniel, yeah. in, uh, in end of February, early March. That would yeah. be super cool. Yeah, awesome. Thanks. All right, take care. Thank you. <laughs> thanks again. Um, thanks again. Once again, thanks again, Brian, for taking the time to come on the Special Chronicles podcast show. We're going to go ahead and take a short, short break. Come back. We'll show some brief, brief thoughts about the new, the new documentary series, Bonus Way, on the, on the A&E channel. Uh, a few listener feedback from, from Twitter. And a final Christmas song sung by our by friend Bree. It's all kind of right, right after the break. Right, right. And it's so great, we'll be right back. <laughs> this episode is also sponsored by Flocknote. Does your parish ministry or organization struggle to keep everyone in the loop? Do you want a simple solution, something that just works? Well, Flocknote.com was made for you. Quiz many lists as you like, then input the contacts that you already have. Or simply let your members subscribe to your activities themselves via the web or by letting them send a text message right from their phone. It's never been easier to click up-to-date contact info and then to send your groups an email or text message at the click of a button. Try a free trial today at Flocknote.com. And this episode also sponsored by Bluehost. Want to start your own blog or professional website? Then consider using Bluehost. For only $6.95 per month or less, you can have your own professional website or blog. Click on specialchronicles.com slash sponsors and click on the Bluehost banner for more information. My name is Zoe. And my name is Madison. And I am from Toronto. And you are listening to Special Chronicles Podcast. Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. You're listening to the Special Chronicles Podcast. And here is your host. This is Daniel, your host, founder of Special Chronicles. I really hope you guys enjoyed hearing uh, from, uh, <coughs> from Michael Pine, Donovan, and his documentary called Cody's Hollywood. Then you will go check it out. We'll put links on on the show page uh, for on, for um, episode 167, 167 on specialchronicles.com. So just look for that. And <coughs> I hope you guys will go check check it out. And if it's coming to a city near you, that you would definitely go in and, and watch this film, see this film, uh, share it with your friends because it's, it's an awesome I I just loved loved Brian the Brian's the documentary Cowies Hollywood. So uh, <coughs> no, I'm gonna show some some uh, brief news. Welcome to the Pie News on Channel Three Point One Four. Good afternoon, I'm Rob Johnson. 
My brief thoughts about the movie Born This Way, documentary series on A&E. Some listening feedback. Continues right now. <laughs> so brief thoughts. We don't have a lot of time. We got it all about five minutes left in our program today. <laughs> but some brief thoughts about this documentary film called Born This Way. <laughs> you know, um, I th- um, I've only watched about an episode and a half of it. But um, for my watching... My little bit of watching of it, it is this bone. It's on the A and E channel. It's called Bone This Way. And if you go on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, you can do a search for the hashtag Bone This Way. It's B O L N This Way. And I find it really insightful and inspiring and entertaining. A must watch. It gives you a look um, of what those with Down syndrome um, that those with Down syndrome are the same as other people. <laughs> it, it, this, um, this, this series also gives us a look at, at what it's like to have special needs. <laughs> There's an excellent article that I read on the Mighty.com called To the Cradles of Boneless Way from a Person with a Disability. It's by Emily um, Wachum. Wachum, that's how I pronounce the last name. But um, it, it, if you want to go and read this, read this article from a person with a disability about this is kind of a letter that she wrote to the cradles of the, this um, this uh, TV series called Born This Way. Definitely, I, w- I recommend that to you. <coughs> a quick, a quick, um, oh, and I, I'm going to show, but um, uh, let's change the game segment. I want you guys to go and let's change the game uh, to really follow our dreams. As Brian said, you know, featured, it's featured part of the program today. <laughs> I'm going to show you a, a, a quick audio of the trailer for um, the this bone this the this um this TV series on the A and E channel called Bone This Way. They said Down syndrome. Don't expect a lot. There has been some challenges. I get picked on. I feel like no one cares about me. Don't limit me because I have Down syndrome. Would you want to not have Down syndrome? I don't know. I'm afraid to be who I am, and it's hard. I want friends. I want a girlfriend. I want a, an apartment. I love you, and it was worth every single second I put into it, but it was hard. If I believe in myself or what I can do, I'm going to do it. I am beating the odds right now. Do I like who I am? Of course I do. Lucy, we spawned this way. It premiered. Don't limit me, because I have Down syndrome. If I believe in myself or what I can do, I'm going to do it. I am beating the odds right now. Do I like who I am? <laughs> of course I do. So this film, it was on Tuesdays at 10, 9 central on the A&E channel. Or you can watch it on, I believe the website is AE.com. <coughs> no, my mistake. It's AETV.com. <laughs> you can find that there. <laughs> I'm going to share with you the... Um, a little P- a PSA, a Best Buddies PSA for this series called Bone This Way, because Best Buddies partnered with the A&E channel to produce this film. So here's a quick PSA for you on building friendships and queers. My name is Michael. My name is Adriana. My name is John. My name is Lauren. <laughs> I want a meaningful friendship. I want to have a job I can be proud of. I want to gain independence. I want to have a voice in my community. I want to count. I want to matter. These are the reasons why we started Best Buddies over 25 years ago. To help people with intellectual and developmental disabilities form one-to-one friendships, find jobs where they will excel, and develop leadership skills. Hey, Marker. Having a friend makes me feel included. Confident. More outgoing. 
Having a job makes me feel like I'm contributing. Like a team player. I want to show everyone that my disability does not define who I am. My name is John and I work as an assistant. My name is Michael. I work as a file clerk. My name is Monique and Olivia's been my buddy for two years. My name is Ryan and I advocate for people with disabilities. I advocate for my friend. To volunteer, hire, or make a donation, go to bestbuddies.org today. Go and check that out, Best Buddies. I was involved with it in high school. It's definitely a great, <coughs> great organization. Then I'm going to share some quick feedback um, if, um, on, that we hold on, on Twitter. <coughs> we hold from um, from Rob Snow from Stand Up for Downs on Twitter, and he says, <coughs> "Great time talking with Dan on his awesome podcast. Keep it up, Dan. And if you want to hear more about Stand Up for Downs and with Rob Snow, you can listen back to last week's episode 166. Though, so what was on last week? If you want to learn more about Stand Up for Downs." <coughs> Also on Twitter, we hold from, well, Brian, Brian Donovan, who we hold from uh, in the first part of the program today. And uh, his from Cody's Hollywood. <laughs> and Rob is replying, I tweeted a link to the teaser promo. You probably saw if you follow our YouTube channel, follow on our Facebook page, you saw the teaser, teaser promo. <laughs> and um, Rob, I mean, I'm in the Brian, and Cody's Hollywood, his tweet for at Special C Podcast. Woo hoo, woo hoo hoo! I don't. I should say that a lot, but anyways, if you want to share your feedback, like like Brian and Bob did, you can tweet us at Special C Podcast on Twitter. That's at Special C Podcast on Twitter or Instagram, or look up Special Chronicles on Facebook. I'll leave your feedback there. You can also email us. You can send an email to feedback at specialchronicles.com. That's feedback at specialchronicles.com. Or your voicemails go to specialchronicles.com/slash voicemail. That's special chronicles.com slash voicemail and we would love to hear your feedback <coughs> it will be so such an honor and by the way go to iTunes and leave us your reviews we help a lot of people to know about the show you can subscribe to our email list on specialchronicles.com slash e-newsletter and uh, we will let you know about some big things happening in the coming year and on that note <coughs> speaking of the holiday we recording this the week of Christmas which happens at the end of the week and I hear from this song called Jingle Bell Rock. It's a cover by our friend um, Bree, Bree and Alyssa. And uh, we'll, 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 we'll end with that song. So until next week, we'll, uh, we'll be coming up next week. We'll be talking with our new friend, Andy Hind, who also has learning disabilities. And so that all that and much more is coming up in the coming weeks on the Special Chronicles podcast show. So stay tuned. And we've got a holiday message for you coming up. Uh, if you subscribe to our e newsletter, follow us on social media. So go and do that as well. So until next, until next week, we'll see you around. And uh, yeah, so we'll see you around. <laughs> Take care and God bless. We'll see you around. Bye. Jingle bell rock, jingle bell.
Giving respect and a voice to people with special needs. And that's a wrap. <laughs> hey, can you hear that? Wind? See you next week, everyone. Bye.